March 4th, 2.32 p.m., Budapest, Hungary. He knew she was being hunted, seated at a chilly bistro table wrapped in a woolen jacket. Tucker Wayne watched the woman hurry across the icy medieval plaza known as Sintarum Shakta, or Trinity Square. The blonde, early twenties, glanced over her shoulder one too many times. She wore sunglasses, even though most of the plaza was already thick with shadows as the sun set. Her crimson silk scarf had been tugged too high over her chin, not because she was cold, Such thin material offered little practical protection against the chilly gusts that swept the plaza. Also, she walked too fast, compared with the others ambling around the heart of the city's Royal Castle District, a major tourist hub for Budapest. The army had trained him to maintain such diligence, to watch for the unusual amid the ordinary. When he'd been a captain with the Army Rangers, he and his partner had served as the unit's trackers through two tours in Afghanistan, for search and rescue operations, for extraction, for hunting down targets of acquisition. In the outlying districts and villages of Afghanistan, the difference between life and death was not so much about rifles, Kevlar, and the latest risk assessments, as it was about noting the rhythms of the environment, the normal ebb and flow of life, and watching for anything out of the ordinary. Like now. The woman didn't belong here. Even the brightness of her clothing was out of place. The ivory knee-length coat, the red shoes that matched her scarf and hat. Among a winter crowd dressed in browns and blacks or tans and grays, she stood out. Not wise when you were being hunted. As he watched her nervous progress across the square, he cradled the cup of hot coffee between his palms. He wore a pair of gloves with the fingertips cut out of them. Other patrons of the pastry shop gathered inside the small space where it was warm and crowded at this hour. They were bellied up to the counter or perched at small window-side tables. He was the only one banished to the outdoor patio at the edge of the cold square. He and his partner... The compact shepherd, known as a Belgian Malinois, lay at his feet, the dog's muzzle resting on the tip of his boot, ready for any command. Kane had served alongside him through two tours in Afghanistan. They'd worked together, eaten together, even bunked together. Kane was as much a part of his body as his own arm or leg. When Tucker left the service, he took Kane with him. Since then, Tucker had been adrift in the world intending to stay lost, taking the occasional odd job to support himself, and then moving on. He liked it that way. After all he had seen in Afghanistan, he needed new horizons, new vistas. But mostly, he had a drive to keep moving. With no family attachments in the States, he no longer needed a home. It came with him. He reached down and ran his fingers through the dog's dense black and tan fur. Kane's muzzle lifted. Dark brown eyes, flecked with gold, stared up at him. It was one of the unique features of domesticated dogs. They studied us as much as we studied them. He matched that gaze and gave a small nod, then flicked his eyes to the square. He wanted his partner to be ready as the woman crossed toward them, about to skirt past the outdoor patio. 
He scanned the flow of humanity into and out of the plaza as it wound around the towering statue in the center of the square. Its baroque facade was covered in marble figures, climbing skyward toward a brilliant gold star. It represented those in the city who had escaped the Black Plague during the 18th century. As the woman neared, he kept a close eye on anyone staring toward her. There were a few. She was a woman who naturally turned heads, slender, curvaceous, with a fall of blonde hair to the middle of her back. At last, across the plaza, he spotted her hunter, or rather, hunters. A mountain of a man, flanked by two smaller figures, entered from a street to the north. They were all dressed in trench coats. The leader was black-haired, well over six feet, hugely muscled, and from the prominent pocking over his face, a chronic abuser of anabolic steroids. Tucker noted bulges under the trench coats that suggested concealed weapons. 